I can hear her. Right? This it amplifies everything. Yeah. It's funny how microphones amplify things. <laughs> Getting no respect, or Bam is getting enough like the respect they earned. Ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it to it. Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are, however you are. We are the Role Players, a podcast on sports, a conversation on sports. Mm-hmm. We don't want to label ourselves a podcast. Let's not label ourselves. No, let's not do that. We're not about labels here. I am Arthur Mosley, and this is my good friend Daniel Allen. And we are coming to you live. Got a guest coming here. Join we got us. a guest. Guest. We got a guest. A special guest broke out of the <laughs> penitentiary to join us today. So the bang. <laughs> that was a, somebody did a bad job of, of putting the guest on lockdown this week. So uh, if you hear a little jingle uh, in the background, we're getting close to Christmas. So we got a special guest that we couldn't withhold so uh really Shelby the dog ladies and gentlemen Shelby the dog will make a guest appearance on the show today it's our thanks it's our Thanksgiving guest right yeah it's our Thanksgiving show so so Shelby um we should have her make picks like you know the octopus made picks yeah and just give her two things and you know whichever one she like paws or licks that's the that's the pick Shelby the dog pick she's a hound dog so maybe she could bark at it Maybe we can get since she's a hound dog and the Tennessee Volunteers mascot is a hound dog. Yeah. A blue tick hound. Maybe we can get Shelby's opinion on what Tennessee should do with their coaching staff. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. So so the John Gruden um, hysteria reached a fever pitch. Did you see this that? Weekend. Did you are you the one that sent me that? Are we gonna hire Gruden? Oh yeah, yeah. Can the we guys get Gruden? Following the athletic director oh, around. Oh my gosh! Just following him and just yelling at him. What a loser! Hire Gruden, bring Gruden home. Like you pointed out, that's home? not his home. Yeah, I was... <laughs> <laughs> it's not where he's from. His wife went there, but it's not Gruden's home. And then uh, now they, you know, somebody post posted a picture, tweeted a picture of Peyton Manning and some other balls. And uh, the back of someone that had blonde hair that looked kind of like Gruden from behind, right? So the restaurant tweets out, confirm, John Gruden is eating here with Peyton Manning, blah, blah, blah. They asked for no pictures. And so everybody goes crazy. They're like, it's happening. And then, I don't know, Gruden's actually in Seattle. <laughs> and the restaurant's like, we apologize. Um, some of our employees said that it was John Gruden, and we, you know, we react or posted too quickly or yeah. something. They're like, no, it's not John Gruden. And the, and the guys were at the airport. You know, there were like 10, Wait, 15, 20 right. guys sitting there and like reporters and all. And it's just a booster in his family. What? What? Can a fan base be that disillusioned that, one, why do you want John Gruden? Yeah, I mean, I to, to win the press conference, I guess, like the big name. Okay, I mean, I, I would almost much rather have Dan Mullen. I would prefer them to have Gruden, as I think most of <laughs> their rivals would. That would be awesome. Yeah, Mullen is kind of the the main name now, I think. But yeah, he's... It's a, I mean, John Gruden, it's what... It's, we've yeah. talked about it before. It's just silly, but it's so funny that, and even some now are are still holding out. I hope that Gruden can 
Well, and put on an orange blazer on Monday Night Football and announce that he's coming to God. Tennessee. Okay, yeah, enough. I mean, enough Tennessee talk. Uh, it. We do appreciate you all for keeping us entertained, Tennessee fans. Yeah. Um, There's um Chip Kelly's kind of back and forth, right? It sounded like yeah. he was the done deal to Florida, and then UCLA fires Mora, right? So and tries a last second pitch kinda, to get him to, and it sounds like he's listening. Yep. Yeah, I mean that that's. I, I think if you're in the SEC, you probably like that. I mean, we don't we. Of course, I read an article that wasn't speaking of Chip Kelly in a marvelous light as he exited Oregon's program and kind of left them in a little bit of a lurch. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, a the, cheater. The, the tenor of the article was, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, he's he's kind of, he seems more like a better fit for L.A. to me than mm-hmm. Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think we mentioned this a couple of shows ago, he, he's just, his personality doesn't, he's not all that well liked by his players or his staff, it seems, or people around him, kind of like Harbaugh was. Right. And I don't, I just don't know how much he would, how he would do down there. Speaking of Harbaugh, he's doing such a bang up job at Michigan. Idiot. Yeah. Loser. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant Jim Harbaugh. Oh, I think he's gonna get. Mm, I think it's gonna get ugly this weekend. But yeah, all the, all the hype about him and. Everything he did was a big deal and a headline and was on Yahoo and USA Today mm-hmm. and ESPN. And, but then you lose a few games a couple of years in a row and nobody really cares about nobody you. Nobody cares. Uh-uh. Speaking of somebody who's not about a whole bunch of hoopla, Mark Rick doing big things down in Miami, huh? Oh, absolutely. And jumped to number two. Jumped to number two this week. Got off to a slow start against Virginia. Uh, That's, that is funny that that was... Not an inspiring performance. The worst they've looked in the last few weeks, but but that's the week they jumped Clemson. Yeah, I guess make it, Clemson make it, Citadel win bumped them down. Maybe you knew down. who those two teams were, right? We, I mean, we think we both thought Miami should have been ahead of Clemson, but but why would you do them after? <laughs> I mean, maybe Miami reels off thirty points, and maybe if Miami goes up. 37 and nothing in that game. Mm-hmm. And, or whatever. And then Virginia comes back and scores 28 points and it's 44 28. Maybe they're like, oh, Miami put it on cruise too much. But Miami yeah. got down. People were concerned. I was like, oh, you know, I texted you. I said, oh, this might be the letdown game. Yeah. Um, and they, they scored 30 straight points. I mean, I know yeah. one of them was late, and but it's a touchdown, right? Yeah, you find a way. You're always going to have games like that. So you. Where you're just not firing all all cylinders and a letdown. Or you can be Georgia Tech and have games like that and lose them. So that's (laughs) kind of what That's the difference between being a top five team and 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 not. He just just seems, Coach Rick just seems like he's got uh, a new life and energy in him. Mm -hmm. You know? Everything about it. So he just, he, he has a different look and mannerisms and just from listening to him and everything, he just seems, because he... That that had to get tired at Georgia. I mean, for that long, and then so many, so much negativity from a certain group that was just set that they didn't like him anymore. And that's that's just I'm sure that wears on you. And then you go down there back home, and you know, like he's got a son on the staff, and right. all. It's just a completely different a now, reset. Now you're a, you're an Athens guy. I, I mean, I, Shelby the dog is already disagreeing with this comment. But <laughs> would you rather be in Athens or South Beach? I, 
<laughs> that's two different <laughs> lifestyles. Yeah, I think most people would like uh, if you didn't have if money was not an issue like it is not with him. Yeah, I could see. It just depends. Some people like the small town, but Miami's de- South Beach is definitely a flashier. No, more. Will, Sun's always shining down there. It is. I will tell you, I'm the older I get, the the more and more I'm inclined to be a recluse. So yes, me too. <laughs> I'm thir- only 35, but I'm already uh, looking for my <laughs> Unabomber like plot of land out in the middle of nowhere and just disappear. Are you gonna be a doomsday prepper? No, no. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Gonna start asking questions there. Yeah. Uh, anything so, yeah. surprise you last week? I know we're kind of no. bouncing around. It was, it was uh, what do they call it? Cupcake Saturday, I think is yeah. what they call it. The only top, if you want to call it, 25 <laughs> game was what? Wisconsin-Michigan, which Michigan's <laughs> a farce. I mean, they're let's be real. Right. They're None of us thought they were a top 25 team. No. It's kind of like, uh, who else is hanging around in the top 25? Uh They're just kind of like, well, like, somebody's like, got to be it. Northwestern, 8-3. and three, They're in the top 25. Yeah, uh, I mean Michigan State. South eight and three. Carolina's in the top. 25. Yeah, I mean this is. Let's just recycle the same forty teams in the top twenty-five and make you know. Yeah, um, that's something else. Mississippi, Mississippi State, State climbing. Yeah, because they played them close. I guess. I, guess. What I mean, come on, Mississippi. Let's. Mm. We so. saw Mississippi State at their. Maybe that was at their worst, but but they are not a when they play Georgia, but they are not a top fifteen team. No, not at all, not at all. Uh, I will tell you before we jump into this week's game. I was sitting at the lunch table with a good friend of mine, Rick Jagel, and we have a certain colleague who is an Ohio State fan, and she was telling Rick uh, day prior how Ohio State can still get into the. <laughs> National playoff picture, mm-hmm. and all I could think about was you, and um, you know, was it Booger McFarland or was it um, um, one of the ESPN guys? One of the ESPN guys was saying how Ohio State they didn't think Ohio State was completely out of it, and I was like, I don't. I wish they were, but I hey Harbaugh could help us out there. He could. That would be big. I'm it? telling you, if you just look at and look at the the numbers there and the teams ahead of them. Mm, there's going to be some moving. Not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not willing to bet any food on it, but I just have a maybe it's just my pessimism with that, but I just have a feeling that somehow some way they're going to backdoor in and Urban's going to get in there. I um, I hope it's Wisconsin instead or so let's let's just for the sake of argument say Alabama, Miami, Oklahoma get in. It's got to be the Big Ten champ fourth. Because mm. it's not going to be another SEC team or another ACC team. Mm. Got to be the Big Ten champ, right? No. Who's it going to be? It's going to be two ACC teams. Okay. Let's <laughs> could let's... be. So Clemson beats Miami. Uh, twenty-seven, twenty-three. Clemson beats Miami. Oh man, that would be. That would be you know okay. what? No, those teams aren't going to put up fifty points. <laughs> it's going to be more like thirteen to ten. Yeah, it'd probably be pouring rain. Like it, you know. Well, at least Georgia Tech won't be playing, so I don't have an excuse. Mm-hmm. There's another question: Is I think that even if, not if, 
I think after Tech ends their season with five wins that they'll petition and get a bowl game <laughs> because the game was canceled, which they would have lost against Central Florida. Well, you know what would be great is if they got a bowl game against Central Florida. <laughs> would, poor Central Florida would have to have a big fall. That would be funny, yeah, if they rematched them. And then Scott Frost and company just... Mm, maybe we can get Memphis to... I don't, I don't know what the bowl matchups are. I mean, it's going to be a bunch of teams that aren't in there. Right. You know, because everybody gets a ball. Right. It's like everybody gets a trophy, right? Yeah. It's hideous. So that was last week. Let's get into this week. Uh, five games that five we games. selected. Um, of course, the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Clean, old-fashioned hate. Uh, Notre Dame, Stanford. Um, Oklahoma, the big game. is that Not that big game. That's not the big game. Oklahoma State, Michigan. Ohio um, State, Michigan. Yeah, right. Whatever. It's a big, big team. OSU. Big right. Yeah. I got thrown off there. And um, the Nickelodeon game of the week, Florida State. Oh, that's going to – Oh, I mean, our, what time is that game, I wonder? I Are you going to watch it's, that? It's at noon. Saturday. It's George my, is at noon. It's, I'm going to be down in Jacksonville. So, oh, And I think we're staying with my brother-in-law, who is a huge – he's a Gator alum. So, oh. So I will probably I didn't have know you to – a gator alum in your yeah, I did not know that. It's my sister-in-law's husband. Oh. great guy. I I of all the fan bases that we're big rivals with, Florida fans bother me the least. Really, I, I tend to get along with them more, even when they're wearing their jorts. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was reading a couple of. This was kind of funny. I want to touch on this. There was a writer. I don't know if he was a blogger or writer for the University of Florida or was a Gator, uh, Gator fan. He said he would eat crap if Miami won 10 games. He thought Mark Rick wasn't any good. Mm. And so uh, the Miami fans found his, his tweet and his post, and they called him out on it. Um, and he was like, uh, I'm not going to eat feces. I'm just not going <laughs> to do it. Don't say you'll do it if you're not going to do it. Right? I mean, uh <laughs> Why would you? Why would you say that a guy that averaged ten wins a, a year isn't going to win ten games? That's not that big of a stretch to to put to yeah. make that kind of bet where you say, "Yeah, I'll eat." Ooh, uh, human brains on TV. CNN reporter. What is this stuff? I'm trying to. I probably should have put that in there, huh? Maybe blogger. Um, that shouldn't surprise anyone. So. Maybe that he did in year two, but that's not surprising either because year two good coaches usually do well. So anyhow, it should be interesting when this shows up. Fart of, oh, there you go. Fan. Maybe it was a fan. It says fan. So anyway, I'm reading some of the comments you know, after his post, and it's like uh, even the Miami fans are calling the Florida fans out for wearing jorts. So it's not necessarily a Florida thing. Oh, uh, yeah? It's... it's and of course, it's a Gainesville, I think Florida I, Gator thing. No, let's just let's just. It is specifically Alachua County. That's uh, it. Okay, it's it's just Alachua County. Gotcha. Maybe Dixie County, but definitely Alachua County. Because so that's that's kind of the that's, hub of that's it. That's not true because it does get into. I've seen some in Escambia County. <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever been to? It's there's even some of my my home county. Where's that? Duval. Duval. 
So, uh, yeah, they're everywhere. But I told you I went to that river fest and there was a guy in a Georgia shirt and tucked into his George. So. I told you I went to Wisconsin at a Packers game and they were wearing shorts. They had plenty. I don't know where they get them. I guess they just have them from like 15 years ago. <laughs> you know, they, I haven't seen those in a store in ages. Maybe they get jeans and have them cut, cut them him off, to man. go to the tailor yeah. and say, hey, I need these jeans I, shortened. Hey, I, I owned a pair of shorts. Did you? About three pair, actually. So Were they the denim ones or did you go like the, the black denim? Or no, like just the... straight denim, man. Okay. It's... it's well, you are from Florida, right? <laughs> <laughs> this would be correct. Uh, so let's talk about where are we going to start. Let's start. Uh, How about the least relevant, like no Notre Dame Stanford? Notre Dame Stanford. That's exactly what I was looking at. So Notre Dame, uh, after getting shellacked by Miami, holds on to beat uh, Navy. In Coach Ken Louis Apatola, or whatever, however you pronounce his last name, uh, I think he's just got one of the coolest last names. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't even know who you're talking about. Navy's uh, coach? Yeah, Navy's coach. Is he, he Hawaiian? Uh, yeah, he is. He took over after Paul Johnson left Navy. Okay. Um, any in any event, so Notre Dame beats Navy twenty four seventeen last week. Now they travel to Stanford. Take on the Cardinal, not the Cardinals. That game's got a lot uh, less eyes on it since they lost to Miami. Yeah, it does, but, you know, it's a rivalry game. Uh, Always seems like a low-scoring affair, typically, right? Yeah. In years past? Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame was gashed by Miami on the ground, and Miami does not have Bryce Love. Mm. So They probably don't have quite as big an offensive line either. Because um, Stanford's always just got trees yeah. You know? Yeah. I know they got a, uh, who is it, Walker Little? There's some uh, true freshman tackle out there that's a beast. And Miami might have as big an O-line. I'm just saying Stanford always seems to have, like, juniors and seniors that are just monsters, and they just plug them in since Harbaugh was there back in the day. But that's, like, their M.O. is just mm-hmm. pound you, right? Yep, that's it. Uh, obviously, Stanford does not have the defense that Miami has or didn't probably won't have that performance at Miami or – Georgia's for that matter early in the season. So I two and a half point favorite Notre Dame. On the road, two and a half point favorite. I think that's too many points for Notre Dame. You do. As a matter of fact, I think Stanford wins this game outright 31-28. Hey, upset right off the bat. Bryce Love goes for two hundred yards rest. <sighs> Dices up Notre Dame. Just carves them up. Yes. So what's the final? 31-28. 31-28. The Cardinal with the upset, and you had a the most recent um, live up close personal look at Notre Dame because you had, you know that that game you probably paid more attention to than I mean, other people watched it. Mm-hmm. But being a Miami fan, you were, you know, front row seat for that. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm still gonna believe that Notre Dame can bounce back and love. I think love. I, I'll give love like. 120 yards maybe Oof. I don't think he'll he'll go too crazy on him and Notre Dame 31 Stanford 24 31 double 24. up more than double up triple the spread hmm roughly interesting roughly. uh you know one thing I do want to mention about Notre Dame Brandon Wimbush after law he lost to Georgia he came out and said hey this is one of the fastest defenses I've ever seen in my life and he was going on and on about that his he, coach denied that of course well 
he didn't mention anything after the University of Miami. And I kept scouring the internet uh-huh. the last two weeks looking for a quote from Brandon Wimbush about Miami's defense and radio silence. Once again, Notre Dame's a punks. Didn't say anything? Nothing. You wanted some, I need, some I need respect something. tossed out there? I or something. You wanted him to say, you know, we played George earlier this year, and I said they were the fastest defense. Well, Miami is... No. Better than that or equal to that? No, I, I wanted him to say, man, that was just a really aggressive attacking defense and uh, on par with Georgia and one of the better defenses in the country. Well, the scoreboard would indicate that it's better than Georgia's, and that's all that matters, <laughs> you know? That's not saying it's better, but... Can we just go back and just, just talk about Notre Dame getting drubbed by Miami? I mean, I might have a... A one-off special. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the greatest thing in my life. Art <laughs> celebrates. What was the final score? 41-8. Like yes. Yeah. You could just have it. 41-8. to eight. An Arthur Mosley experience. What a beautiful thing. Uh, let's move on. That's enough talking about Notre Dame. Scratch that one that nobody cares too much about. The next game. Ohio State? Yeah, because who really cares about the Big Ten? Uh, Big Ten people. Yeah. Let me, you wanted to hear a funny story? Yeah. To me, it was funny. So we converted to this new system at work, and uh, the people that, one of the guys who was a trainer, he was like, we were talking about football, and he was like, well, I'm a Big Ten guy. And I was thinking to myself, loser. Um, cool guy. Well, and now the system that we're on is running really slow, and all I could think about is, well, it's because it's a Big Ten system. That's why it's so freaking slow. <laughs> Slow and it. <sighs> Sorry, I had to. That's that's been weighing on me all day. That, oh. <laughs> that Big Ten guy. I mean, I just uh, wanted to that's... wring his neck. But uh, Ohio State, twelve point favorite on the road in the Big House at Michigan. Harbaugh is on his seventeen thousandth quarterback this season. I think is he? Spade he got injured. Um, who who is that? Peters. Uh, Who's the guy? Brandon the, Peters. Maybe, but yeah. they they changed. They, they started a guy, and they went back to another guy. And <laughs> you can tell I did a whole lot of research He's on this He's an offensive guy, too. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Harbaugh. I so mean, while you're looking that up, I think that Urban Meyer is going to absolutely drill Michigan. Oh, yeah. I mean, just pummel them into oblivion. Hey, if, if there's anyone that – Peters? Yeah, so they went with O'Corn, I think – or it went with Peters, went with O'Corn, went back to Peters, or something like that. I can't remember what. You know Christian McCaffrey's younger brother is a quarterback there, but I think he's red shirt because he's real uh, thin. Uh, Dylan? Um, but no. back to it, yeah, I think that... Uh, Peters might be hurt, so right. could be O'Corn. He needs to stop letting his quarterbacks get smashed. It's like FSU where they just let your quarterback get beaten and knocked around and, and don't, don't right. protect them. Don't protect them? That's yeah. a novel idea. So I, don't, I think that the... Quarterback is going to be in danger again on Saturday in Ohio State. Because, you know, Urban Meyer, when he thinks that he needs to impress someone like a voter, or mm-hmm. in, and just in general in why these would, games, why, that dude why takes would, it out on his... Why would Urban Meyer need to impress anybody? He, <laughs> he just likes to humiliate people and, and smash them. At, to, when, he, when it's something personal, like Michigan or Georgia back in the day at times, he, he just... Wants to flatten you. I'm sure most coaches do, but he tends to do it. So, like, 
if he's up 31 to 7 and there's two and a half minutes left, he might still just try to get to, you know, 45 points. So um, I think they will destroy Michigan being generous and giving Michigan 13 points, 34-13. 34 to 13. Buckeyes. Wow. We're we're pretty close there, sir. I've I've got – I feel the same way. I I gave Michigan – Two touchdowns and a field goal. Maybe one of those is defensive. Yeah. Uh, I've got Ohio State 37, Michigan 17. So we both think that'll be a snoozer. Yeah, yeah snoozer. When Harbaugh got the job, we, a lot of people, myself included, thought, all right, that, that rivalry is going to get exciting again because Harbaugh turns things around like that. Right. Hasn't really been a good game. Well, I mean – or. or so, I mean, last year was, was tight, obviously. It was close, but it just doesn't... Oh, man, when you've got three losses and two losses, it's like... It's kind of... Eh, eh, the shine's taking off that cares? little bit. Yeah. Um, let's go... Let's go to Gainesville. It's the furthest away from us, right? We're working our way back to Atlanta. That's going to be... Uh, talk about the two... Once mighty programs that are in a bit of a do you realize <laughs> that University of Miami, Central Florida, South Florida, Florida Atlantic, and Florida International all have better records than Florida State wow. and the University of Florida. I would bet if they played, I would pick Florida Atlantic over both of those teams mm. with Lane. Yeah. I would pick him to yeah, I would pick them in a heartbeat. I don't even know anything about their players, but I know about Florida's players and what Florida State is just <laughs> how they've been on the field, but I can't. This is going to be this is a game where one of them has to lose, but it's like does either one really deserve a win? It's a, it's one of these something's <laughs> got to give games, right? Yeah. Uh Florida State arch rival of Miami. This has nothing to do with the game, but I thought it was kind of bushly. They rescheduled their oh, their canceled their, game, their cupcake game. I can't remember what it was. Was it that is lame? North something. Was it North Texas or something? Mm, they that was some. If there was a game that should have been canceled, it should have been this game <laughs> because, like <laughs> I said, neither team deserves a win that they're going to get off off of this. I mean, we we joke that this is a Nickelodeon game of the week and and. Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe. Why was I thinking North Texas? And they'll play that on Championship Saturday. Fitting. That's um. What if Louisiana? Oh, Willie's uh. Oh, what's his name? How am I forgetting their name? Duck Dynasty people. Oh. Uh, what is it? Robertson. Yes. Willie Robertson. That's his. Louisiana Monroe. Um. So what were you saying? Sorry. It was obviously irrelevant because I can't remember. Some uh, about the rescheduled games. So, wouldn't it be funny if they reschedule that game and Louisiana Monroe upsets? Oh, that day? would be perfect. Because well, they they took Auburn late uh, overtime last year. Mm-hmm. I think it was either them or Louisiana Lafayette. No, it was Louisiana Monroe. Monroe. It was last year, the year before. They they hey, they could make something happen. Florida State is not a good team. So, but back to this week, Florida State. Uh, I think with better athletes on the defensive side of the ball than the Florida Gators. Um, 
if if they don't quit, and I think that's been a problem for both teams, they get in games and get behind and quit. So it's a it's a matter of submission here. Who's going to quit first, right? Two teams that are just playing out the season, trying to get over it. Randy Shannon, interim head coach at Florida. I think that gives Florida State some kind of edge. I mean, how do you? They how do should you, have an edge. They should. They they're a five point favorite. I think that's too many points. I think this game is – what did I say? The first to 19 wins, and I think Florida State gets to 19. Florida State 19, Florida 16. Three points. That's Florida State by three. That's funny. I have the exact same margin. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, 20 to 17 is how I have it, FSU over Florida. And I don't think – I'm just uh, – give Florida a pick six or something, a defensive touchdown, and I think – Cam Akers will be the difference for FSU mm. running running wild over mm. Florida. But you're right. Two, we'll probably see a lot of Jimbo yelling at James Blackman because he likes to yell at his coaches on the side or his, his quarterbacks. Quarterback, right. That usually helps young quarterbacks. And um, and James Blackman he'll throw two interceptions minimum, and and the Gators will throw yeah, two complete back. passes. So. <laughs> So you're saying their defenders will have as many receptions as their absolutely, absolutely typical Florida Gator pass. So we both think right. Florida State wins by three, and probably the least appealing and exciting FSU Florida matchup that a, I can ever in remember. a long yeah, probably in my lifetime. <laughs> I mean, maybe in God's lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's ugly. Let's. But go- the good news also for them is the season's coming to a merciful oh end, my gosh. right? And then they'll get a new coach and the sleeping. Unfortunately for everybody else, they may reawaken the sleeping giant. I'm sure they will. Um, I think they will. Florida is a, I think we can both agree, probably one of the best jobs in the country. Yeah. Um, great place to recruit, live, work, and play, I guess, down in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. Um, let's go over to the Plains. Okay. Not the Flats, but the Plains. The Plains. The Plains of Jordan Hare. I don't like to think about that place right now. I'm still kind of traumatized thinking about the Plains. Alabama, Crimson Tide rolling in as a five-point favorite in Jordan-Hare Stadium. And we have different views on this. Mm -hmm. So I saw five points, and I thought that's more points than I would have expected, despite their ranking. Mm -hmm. You saw it and thought, Probably should be more. I I think uh, what you missed on that uh, Auburn research you were doing, uh, what I saw was Auburn paper tigers. Yeah, that's and you what saw you're Auburn me. tigers. So, uh, I I think they were good at home against Georgia. I think the defense is strong. There's no doubt about that. I I believe that they can be matched by Alabama. I don't think Alabama gets rattled on the road against a, a very competitive Auburn team. Carry you know, on Johnson is is legit, and Jared Stidham we've seen can be effective. Um, but I just think there's a lot of distraction around Gus Malzahn, and you think Alabama will be able to run much on on Auburn because that's the best defensive line they've faced by far. I, I don't know if it will be the Alabama running backs. I think it will be Jalen Hurts is what hurts uh, Auburn the most. Gotcha. I like um, 
I really like Alabama to win this game by a touchdown, 24-17. Gotcha. It's just weird things happen in this one, too. It was a quirky game. Yeah. How much were was Bama up by over Cam back in McElroy's? Was it 24 points? Yeah, it was. It was. It looked like they were cruising, and then Auburn comes rallying back, and then the kick six, and then just just strange things happen mm. in the in this one. I um, I don't think Auburn can capture that same magic they had against us. Pretty much a perfect storm. Right. And Bama's defense is better, and Bama's offense is better, and Bama's head coach is better. But I'm, I say every week, I'm not all that sold on Bama being what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And I think this will be the week that it catches up to them. Mississippi, they just played to the last possession against Mississippi State, whose defense. Mm, I just don't. This, I just right? don't think they'll. I think Auburn will do what they did to us, which is. Load up the box, focus on the run, and say beat us passing. And I think that'll include Hertz can scramble a lot better than Jake Fromm can, but I still think they've got that D line's going to penetrate and get back there and cause havoc. And I don't think Alabama will have a running back over 80 yards. And mm. Auburn Tigers will prevail 24 to 20, leading to a rematch in Atlanta. Mm. Interesting. Bama fresh off their beat down of Mercer. Mm. Question for you, though. Yeah. Bama loses to Auburn. I don't want to think about this scenario. Yeah. Do they, is there any way they get into the playoff? I hope. Well, and keep if Ohio it was I, I, I would like that. Because would you, a one-loss Bama, whose loss would be to then a top-five team versus Ohio State, who beat a top-five team, but not nearly as... Heralded. Right. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> As for Kirby Honeycutt or Honeycutt or whatever Brady, his name Brady is. Brady Hocutt. Or Kobe, Kirby, Kirby Hocutt. Yeah. Brady Hocutt. What? <laughs> Tennessee's current head coach. Brady Hocutt. That's right. That's right. You just still got Tennessee on your mind. Just... They've occupied a special place in our minds for, for a while now. <laughs> a fun <laughs> place where if we ever needed a laugh, we could just... Uh, we'll go right to that. Cue up some fresh Tennessee tape, but uh. last but not least, what is it? Clean old fashioned hate, pure old fashioned hate. Yeah, tech fans That's kind like of to... a silly name for a robbery, isn't it? Yeah, you're a Georgia guy, isn't that kind of a silly name? It is. I'm to me. sure some of them like it. People like putting hate week. You know my thoughts on on hate. The word hate. Um, mm, it's very strong word. Yes, that shouldn't I, be used lightly. I don't use it for sports, but um. Yeah, man, I, I saw the dumbest thing this week. And this is just perfectly embodies tech. Did I send you their their the blog, their satire blog that they thought no. was funny? It and and they wrote like a disclaimer, this is satire, which if you have to do that, you probably didn't do a very good job <laughs> with it. And it was something like uh the University of Georgia accused of pumping artificial intelligence into the crowd or something like that, basically saying it, it it was like the dumbest pumping intelligence into what are you? It was the stupidest thing. I'm all for them taking shots and trashing us because they're supposed to be their rival. But it's just like the weakest, lamest attempt at something. And I'm like, this is so tech. They're just, it's what happens when you get a lot of the, a large chunk of those students are people that 
never have any involvement in sports, never played sports, never cared about sports, you right. know. And then they get there, and you're like, hey, this is our football team. Come out and support them. And, by the way, we hate Georgia, you know. <laughs> Use a hashtag, THWG, and put it. It's... So you take people that don't what that tell mean? with Georgia, they they love that. Okay. So they um, so they basically take these people that don't have the greatest understanding of football, and then you put them out there and just they just you know, it's just a <laughs> they just, odd they it's say, an they, odd union. They say things like uh, we have really good quality losses, and if the weather was a certain temperature, <laughs> and but I didn't see anything about how they got absolutely destroyed by Duke. By Duke. Mm. You see, three weeks ago we said Georgia Tech had to win two of their last three games, right? And they really took care of business against Virginia Tech. And I thought, well, this is yeah. a done deal. Sign, sell, delivered. Mm-hmm. They'll finish six and five. Lo and behold. Didn't see David Cutcliffe hiding no, in the bushes. He was laying in the weeds. <laughs> waiting to just... Huh. Knock off, Paul. Bushwhacked. I just don't understand how he Paul Johnson's job is so secure that he wins three three games and now he had the injury thing excuse. But this year he's going to win five games. How and there's not even a hint of anyone upset. That's tech. That's they don't. They're just like well, they. This guy is running a high school offense and he's won five games. He's going to win five games this year. And you're fine with that? Uh, he can't recruit. He he is a good offensive play caller for that offense. He's very good at it. Yeah. And he's probably the best there is at the triple option. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's the triple option. A lot of high schools don't even run that anymore. But Actually, uh, Marist and uh, Thomas County Central still run. Just modernize. Just do so. I mean, it it's great for six to eight wins a year. Right. Sure. But if And if you're happy with that. Congratulations at Georgia Tech. You can do that. It's just, uh, mm, I don't. I just don't understand it. You're in Atlanta, one of the most fertile recruiting areas in the country, and you can't get any better players there. I mean, he's just yeah, a, he's but, just. But you know what the Georgia Tech fan will say? Well, we have Megatron. Yes, thanks to Megatron's mother. That's one play. Okay, you had, <laughs> and that was Chan Gailey. That wasn't ah. Paul Johnson. So uh, he he'll get an Stephen occasional. Hill? It's just not. Ricky, I mean, if Ricky I June, were a Georgia, Ricky June doesn't get you excited. Yeah, Ricky June. <laughs> they they always have one six four six five receiver that they just send deep and on the, you know, well, the handful of times they throw it, they just because lob up the cornerback is sucked into the run and they finally and they get a big guy that can go win one on one matchups right. and then hooray, the. Uh, it's just if I were a Georgia Tech fan, I would want more out of the potential there is greater than what you're getting from Paul Johnson. If I were a Georgia Tech fan, I would sell my football tickets every Saturday <laughs> and trade them for Georgia Tech basketball tickets. That's what I would uh, do. They definitely definitely have a higher ceiling in basketball than, than football, but, but we'll talk about but, that later. I'm just saying that you should expect more. If you're, if you're the noble... Georgia Tech, you um you should you should strive for for greater things and not settle for Paul Johnson and mm. his three chins and his seven wins. Mm. And he's not going to get seven this year. But do you think Georgia Tech wins this game? How do you see it going? Well, because I'm conflicted in how I see it going. Not the end result, but the margin of 
The visiting Victory. team has won what the last is it three or four games in the series, uh, something like that. And um, we don't usually lose in Atlanta, right? In recent history. Uh, so this will be the first time in two years that Bobby Dodd Stadium is filled to capacity. First of all, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think that. Georgia Tech has the athletes that Georgia does. I think scheme wise, right. but they, they didn't will, last year. They will give, they will give uh, Kirby a little trouble. I think it's Kirby's first time seeing that offense live yeah. and in person. So, um, I think he'll be able to make some adjustments. I think you've got a lot of focus on that team with, with some of those seniors coming back. Yeah, to, that's the the saving graces because you've got. The SEC championship the next week, mm-hmm. and it would be easy to look ahead. But the fact that they came in there, and if if Georgia Tech, if we had beaten them last year, I would feel worse about it, you know, because that would be a perfect trap right. game. But when you hear Nick Chubb saying, you know, when he saw them tearing up the hedges and lost to them, that's he said he couldn't go out like that, and yeah, you know, they they didn't come back to lose to Tech. Again. I'm, I'm thinking that this game could get ugly, but it won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Georgia does win. Uh, Tech is sneaky with that offense. Very sneaky. Uh, I think they get uh, – they score 21 points on that vaunted Georgia defense, but the Bulldogs win 31-21. Mm-hmm. Do not cover. Don't cover. But win 31-21. That's funny. That's the same amount of points that I have Georgia Tech scoring, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, the, my first reaction when I saw the spread – at eleven and a half was that's that's more than I thought it would be. I thought it would be maybe like nine, maybe something like that. And typically, I would I would pick Georgia Tech to cover there and and the margin to be less than eleven and a half. But this year is different because it really is. That's the last. There was the the Kirby Smart Revenge Tour was for those you know four games that we lost last year. Uh, it was Tennessee, Vandy, uh, Florida, and Georgia Tech. So three of those are done, and they were absolutely flattened. And this is the last one. They spent extra time each week, a little bit of time devoted to Tech. Um, I it, I just can't see. I can't see. I'm, well, we're not going to lose, but I think there's extra motiv- motivation. I think I don't think they'll be able to stop Georgia offensively. I will give Tech 21 points because they can put up points, but I'll I think Georgia will score 38. Mm. Margin of victory 17. Mm. No bowl. No, well, I do think they're going to get a bowl because, like you said, they're sneaky, and they'll deliver a petition and they'll get into a bowl game because they'll say it wasn't fair, Art. That's your favorite word, right? It's uh, not fair that, that we didn't get to play the game and so we don't get to go to a bowl. Why is that? It's not fair, and life should be fair. Right. And the NCAA will say yes, or the bowl committee or whoever. Yes, life should be fair. You should play three and three and nine North Carolina. Life should be really fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So that's we, – so we both – I think Auburn's going to win. That's We're different in that All one. Right. We both think Georgia's going to win, but mm-hmm. you don't think they cover. Right. You have Stanford winning. I have Notre Dame. Right. We both have Ohio State covering, and we both have Florida, Florida covering. So a or, couple or Florida. Notre Dame and Auburn games are the two where we different winners. Right. And then Georgia, you don't think they'll cover. Right. You've 
You haven't picked Georgia to cover much this year, have you? I don't think I have. That's and the one game I think the Auburn one, I think we both No, we, we picked were, Georgia we, to cover because yeah. it was such a small spread. Yeah. So that's the one Georgia game that I got wrong on the spread. And I'm trying to think. How many did we pick? Four or five? Five last week, I think. I just I, I can remember or you. Two weeks ago. A lot of the games you've said Georgia does not cover. And then they have, which historically they haven't. So So if you're a Georgia fan, you're liking continues. the fact that I'm picking them yeah. not to cover. Yes. This could get this could get ugly like forty one to eight ugly. <laughs> forty one to eight. That that number, mm. that score keeps popping That's back glorious. up. So I'm I'm That's a I'm not gonna say any mean and uh, hateful things about Georgia Tech. I'm just, I'm not the least bit surprised. I'm not going to have one ounce of sweat on, on Thanksgiving thinking about that, that game. I mean, I mean, it's just not it's just not a possibility to me. There's a better chance that the Georgia Dome magically comes back together and, and blooms down there. That, that's, there's, there's, just, there's just no, no chance. No chance at all. No chance. Why they even? Why would they I even told play you the that. game? Here's what worries me: cut blocks. <laughs> when we're gonna go to the SEC championship the next mm. week, we always have at least one lineman get hurt in this game with these stupid cut blocks. Kirby, they asked him about it, and he's like, "Well, everybody cut blocks at some point. They just do it more, and they're really good at it." <laughs> you know, they I just good. hate it. Yeah. I, it's it's watching a triple option. If I was if my team ran the triple option or I'm playing against it, it's just, to me, it's so boring art. It is. It's it's but effective, but it's so boring. It's it's not sexy. Um, no, it's the opposite of sexy, whatever that is. What is the opposite of sexy? I don't know. Georgia Tech Home, offense. Homely? <laughs> triple option. Home. I know they put up a lot of points, but it's just, I mean, hey. I mean Georgia, I, to me, they, they run the ball too much, and it, I get tired of it. And... We there's a pass the ball more than they do. There's a blueprint for success when you run the ball, like at Nick Saban. Yeah, it's it's that boring but line. effective. And until somebody stops it, well, that won't happen. like Auburn. That will not happen this week. Big news in Atlanta for our wild card segment. The Braves got Shh. busted, man. Yeah, I mean, like thirteen players they lose. All from the um, Caribbean, I, I guess. Yeah. So wasn't one from Venezuela? Yeah, I, I guess so. South. Maybe. So the Latin American players, essentially. Yeah. Um, so there's like an international trade market in baseball where you can. There's certain rules you have to abide by, and the Braves were going in picking these kids that were underage, and we. Well, I don't want to say that in a predatory way but in a in a in a, in a yeah. way it is predatory because these kids are 14 15 16 years old and i don't know i'm not going to sit here and claim i know all the rules here's what i do know I is that either. is that when the braves uh picked up these players or assigned these players i in ways that were um illegal let's just be yeah frank. like the kid out of Etowah, they they bought him a car Instead of, you know, to lower down his contract so it wouldn't, you know, on their books it would be right. less and they could avoid so just that's it's kind that's of shady. blatantly intentionally yeah, sounds, deceptive. Sounds like uh, Nevin Shapiro. <laughs> it sounds like Auburn. Uh, I, I wish Major League Baseball could come 
regulate you know, those the same NCAA. people could come govern NCAA sports. You might not have the basketball shadiness and the Cam Newtons and, and things like that happening. So that's swift and some serious punishment, like you so said. So they so Coppola is banned from baseball for life. Like you can't have the a Pete job. The Pete Rose treatment. Yes. Shoeless Joe. So he's banned from baseball. Um, they those free agents, those those players become free agents. They get to keep their money and sign with the new team. That's and the sweet, Braves can't sweet deal. be in the market to resign them. And there are certain other restrictions. They lose a draft pick. They're, uh, the amount of money they're allowed to sign or go after these guys is significantly reduced. So uh, that's a lot of players. Thirteen. And these are these aren't just like thirteen Joes. These are prospects. And you know, in a minor league, in a any farm system or a, or a team, you have maybe four, three, four quote unquote prospects that you've drafted and then everybody else is selected so you can play a game, right? Because you can't play a game with three or four baseball players. And those numbers may vary depending on what farm, what team you're on, on what level you're at you're at single, double, triple A, but thirteen players. Significant. That's, that's nine that's eight <laughs> position players and five pitchers. That's yeah. a, and your starting rotation. And I don't know what the breakdown of the of the players were. Um Position-wise, but that's a, almost a, a semi-generational gap in talent that you have to make up. That's like in college football recruiting class where you on probation and you mm-hmm. lose ten scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know that you might not feel it next year, but down the road you're gonna. Ooh, it's gonna rear its ugly head. It hurts with depth. So it's just that's just hard to believe. So are were they saying that it was just? Capalola or whatever his name is, or because that sounds like uh, uh, no. he's not doing all that by himself. No, he's not. So then uh, John Hart, I believe, was another guy involved and implicated. Not implicated, but the Braves kind of let him go. Uh, I don't think he was. He was. Uh, I think he may have been implicit in things that went on, and I think this is where the problem is: is where you punish the Braves with the draft picks and the and the the sanctions against drafting. Um, these, and it wasn't just uh, we said uh, Latin American, but there was I think there was also a Korean player involved as well. So it was it was specifically in the international market. So the Braves are being punished as an organization. So breaks my heart. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, it's one thing to cheat if you're winning, but like, <laughs> did you see the season the Braves had this year? And I realize these are prospects. These guys are still three, yeah. four, five years off, but. It's just funny. That's the, to, to get that drastic of a. When you get banned, are you allowed into a stadium as a fan? I don't know. Maybe he can put on. Maybe Rose couldn't disguise. Maybe he can go in as Bartman. <laughs> a Steve Groucho Marx. <laughs> yeah, that's. Hmm. Oh, I mean, they take it seriously. They do. Banned means banned. Uh, maybe he can go drive a Marta bus in front Marta of bus. in front of a. Stadium demolition. So you have you should tell your story about the implosion. That's kind of it's it's not an exciting story, but I was yeah. I had a front row seat. Well, kind of from like. Well, we can that's see front the, row. Somebody, could, I mean, if you can see it, that's right, front row I seat. Could see it from my building at work, and I was excited, uh, standing up on my desk filming this. I was like, this is going to be great, and uh, start recording. At 7.28 and at 7.29, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop for a minute. And then uh, I 
go to press the record button and I'm watching this glorious event and I see smoke starting to come up from the Georgia Dome and then you can hear the explosions go off and then the ground rumbles and I mean we are probably a good mile two miles away from the Georgia Dome where, where I where I sit in my office and feel the you know windows windows move and I guess the equivalent of an earthquake and I'm like this is great and you can hear my voice on the camera except the camera's not recording. Oh, Epic fail. That Epic happens fail. to everyone. Epic fail. At some point. But it's usually not something like it's never the Georgia glorious. Dome blowing up. Yeah, it's, that, that was... So I saw it with my eyes, but I did not capture it on the camera, so... Hey, you were there at 7.28 a.m. That's... Whew. I that's impressive in and of itself to be in Atlanta at 7.30. Well, I don't know how you do when that. When there's a will, there's a way. We watched a replay. Cooper watched the replay of it. Thought it was cool because yeah. we went to the last event there, Monster Jam. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. so he said, did they get the trucks out? <laughs> yeah. They got the trucks <laughs> Just out. Just barely. Yeah. I think they pulled them out at 7, uh, 7.15. Yeah. They were pulling them. They the jumped last... and backflips out yes. of the... Yeah. So the end of, I think the person who's probably saddest to see the Georgia Dome go down is Nicholas Saban. Because that guy. That was his oh, That was his, building, like his wasn't home it? turf. Yeah, they own that place. So wow. we'll see. And we'll see if he makes it to Mercedes-Benz and he can start well, another streak. Get past Auburn first. Yeah, the Paper Tigers, as you say. All right, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Happy Later than normal tonight. Yeah, yeah happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, be thankful, not just on Thanksgiving. Every day should be a day of Thanksgiving in my book. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, We always need to count our blessings and, and realize how good we have it, and not just sit and realize how good we have it, but see what we can do. I think you mentioned this before. Kind of evaluate what we can do for others and mm-hmm. not just say, man, I'm just so blessed, but use those blessings and talents to to uplift others. Yeah, think that's big a big uh, difference. So, anyway, that's all I got. That's my, that's the best philosophy you're going to get out of me tonight. I dig it. I dig it. Shelby the dog, you got anything? Shelby, she's to done. Say I think she's done all her <laughs> prognostications. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and for the record, Shelby believes that the dogs do beat tech. Going she does. Away. Yeah. I think she had a she's score. She's a of, wise, wise dog. Yeah. Let's not go that score? far. I think Shelby's score was Georgia 41. Georgia Tech 8. 8. 41 8 again. And with that, have a great week. See y'all. Bye.